Hey there, podcasters, and you've made it to episode two. If you had a chance to listen to episode one, you kind of know that this podcast is going to be reminiscing about things from my childhood, um, things that I, I miss about uh, where I grew up and things like that. So uh, I had a lot of fun with episode one. And, you know, today I'm really interested in hearing about what your favorite sport was growing up. And, you know, I'm not necessarily talking about organized sports like basketball and soccer and baseball, but some of the neighborhood sports that you either played uh, at the schoolyard or in the street or just like with your friends and kind of made up games. These were some of the best games ever, weren't they? Stickball and wireball and stepball. Uh, along with the classics like wiffle ball and, um, you know, suey, things like that. So I really miss those days, you know, getting outside and, uh, you know, always having something to do. And, you know, if you didn't have something to do, you made up something to do. So that was the beauty of it. So that's what I want to talk about today. This is episode two. Whatever happened in neighborhood sports? Cue the music. This is the Whatever Happened To podcast. A Tom Cashman audio experience. If you grew up as a kid in the 70s and 80s, you certainly didn't have a lot of options for entertainment. I mean, there was no Netflix, uh, no internet, no Facebook, no DVR. There was only about four channels on TV, 3, 6, 10, 29. Well, 57 came along a little bit later, which replaced Channel 48, Mighty Mouse. But unless you had something to do, life was kind of boring. Fortunately for me, uh, a lot of friends in the neighborhood, and um, you know, there was, uh, there was always something to do in terms of getting out of the house and uh, playing what I like to call the neighborhood sports and um, not only that, but we had, you know, plenty of organized sports in the area. Um, I'll talk about, you know, PAL in a little bit. But all you really need to do is to, you know, get outside with some kind of ball or, um, you know, whatever you wanted to do. And, and uh, you know, you can kind of keep, uh, you know, keep entertained. Just by going to different places within the neighborhood, you can always find, you know, uh, people either just like throwing a ball against the wall um, you know, a good game of stickball or wiffle ball or things like that. I mean, wiffle balls were like, you know, 25 cents to buy and, you know, it was like a dollar for the bat and which you kind of have forever. Um, you know, but there was things that you could just kind of play on any wall, on any step in uh, any yard, no matter where you were, you could, uh, you know, you can go out and, uh, you know, get a little exercise. I don't, I don't think we cared if it was exercise. It was more something to do. So I think one of the earliest memories I have is uh, just street hockey, I guess. I mean, playing in the backyard with my brother, Chris, and, you know, we had a net back there. And even if we, before we had a net, we, uh, you know, made up our own nets. Uh, in fact, I remember, you know, as a kid, you know, kind of tying pillows around my legs with uh with neckties and standing in the 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 threshold of where the bathroom is and and he would try to score on me um you know and afterwards we'd have a good little hockey fight and it was fun we even sometimes pledged the floor the linoleum floor slid all over the place that was the best right so there was always street football right so 
you know, go behind the Dodge and I'll hit you there uh, until a car came. Um, in fact, right across from where I grew up, there was a, uh, a driveway of the of the people that lived across the the, the street. Uh, it was a dentist, actually, and uh, it had a perfect alcove. And that's where you would stand uh, during wiffle ball games, all right? And so the pitcher was in the street, and, um, you know, he threw the ball. And if he, if he, if the pitcher picked it up on a ground ball, you were out, or there was one strike. Um, you know, but then depending on where you hit it, it was a double, triple, or if you hit it over, you know, my fence, it was a home run. So um, there was tons of games like that. But you could play this one-on-one. That was the beauty of it. Um, there was Suey, right? Remember that? So... Uh, uh, always, always a game, a good game of Suey down at Lawndale Schoolyard. Um, so for those of you not familiar, Suey is when you, you throw the ball against the wall and if you pick it up cleanly, then you could throw it up against the wall and then somebody else would have to pick it up cleanly. Um, and if you didn't, if you made an error, then you'd have to run towards the wall and touch the wall before somebody picked up the ball and threw it at you. Um, yeah, somewhat barbaric now, but oh, man, that was so much fun. Um, and then, of course, there was wire ball, which was, uh, you know, you're in the street and you, you know, if you threw it over a wire and it landed uh, without being caught, it was a single. Um, but if you were able to hit the wire in the air and it wasn't caught, that was a home run. Uh, what made that interesting was the uh, the advent of, of cable, uh, which added more wires to the street. So before they were just phone lines, uh, kind of boring, but uh, cable made it great. Uh, then of course there was step ball where you, you had to bounce it against the step a certain way and it would, you know, it would fly backwards. And, um, again, if depending on where it landed, that was the, uh, the kind of hit that you got. The, the one that I had the most fun with and the one that, you know, it's hard to explain to people who are not from our area and maybe other areas did it this way too, but, uh, I just thought it was pretty cool, uh, was the way we played stick ball. Now, stick ball was either done with the end of a broken, broom handle, mop handle, a hockey stick sometimes. And, uh, you know, usually play with a tennis ball. And so the pitcher would bounce it up to the batter. So we'd try to do it in one bounce. And then, so the batter, you know, obviously would try to hit the ball as far as possible. Uh, our bases were actually painted into the, uh, the street of the, the, the asphalt of the, of the schoolyard. Um, so, you know, running those bases, uh, you know, on a hot summer day was, was, uh, was pretty interesting, especially when there's a little bit of rain in the air. They got a little slippery. Um, but the beauty of it was that as a defender, if you were to catch the ball or to ground the ball, you didn't throw the batter out per se like you would in baseball. What you would do is you would throw it against another wall and you would call the base that the runner was going to. And, and if you called the base and, you threw the ball that hit the wall before that runner got there, uh, then the runner was out. So you can imagine, you know, you could smoke a ball and, you know, you're trying to round all the bases and somebody throws a Hail Mary from left field and calls home. You know, if that, that ball hits that wall before you get there, you're out. Um, we had so many good games there. And uh, it didn't really favor the lefties too much because if you were a lefty, most likely you were going to, put the ball out of play, and uh, so it was an out. So you had to hit it uh, from center field to left field. And uh, from Lawndale Schoolyard, the school itself was right in center field. So it was like the green monster at Fenway. Um, you could, you could you know, beat one off of there and just, like, run for ages. I loved it, man. That was It was so much fun. And there was always, you know, you could probably play that with 
two people, two on two, right? You didn't need a full team to do that. Ironically, it was the same schoolyard. We played a lot of hockey, uh, both on foot and, uh, you know, good old-fashioned quad skates. Uh, none of this rollerblade fancy stuff. Um, you know, we played on sometimes metal skates and, uh, you know, epic games there. Uh, I can remember um, some days they were it was freezing there and it was cold. And, you know, because of the way the school was positioned, the wind would whip around. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, but, but street hockey could be played anywhere. Obviously, you know, outside my house, we had tons of games. Um, there was a really cool place to play that I played with most of the, my friends from school, from Prez. Um a couple blocks away, uh, we had a nice little stretch of street that not a lot of cars went down. So it was almost like clockwork every day after school. I'd get a call from, you know, my friend John or Al. Hey, Tom, Taki, let's go. You know what I mean? Drop what I'm doing. Uh, you know, get out of my school uniform and, and uh, go play some hockey for a couple hours before dinner. Um, that was normal. That's what we did. Uh, after school, we either played, you know, hockey or wiffle ball or baseball or football or something. We always seem to be busy doing something because there's really nothing else to do. Uh, we certainly want to stay home and do homework, right? So we either you know got together and played some sports, or uh, going back to episode one, we went to Capos and played pinball. Now we were fortunate because we had uh, PAL in the area. PAL uh, stood for uh, stands for Police Athletic League, and there was usually one in every major neighborhood. Um, we seem to have the only one in town. The only other one, the closest one, I think. To us, maybe uh, was like the you know a couple miles away. Um, but Pal basically was organized sports in our area. Um, they did uh, soccer, both indoor and outdoor. They did basketball leagues, uh, certainly in baseball. And um, but you could just go there whenever you wanted. It was uh, inside court. Uh, it was really cool on a nice hot summer day. Um, you could just play basketball and, and um, you know that was it um otherwise you could go to the field and um either you know get a soccer game going or football or baseball or whatnot um and um you know but but it was nice it was organized and you know the the best is when um you know i played summer ball uh at pal i played other pals and which was kind of you know weird you know i'm thinking this is the only one and it turns out there's a ton of them uh we would play other uh, clubs and it was really really cool, uh, you know, to kind of see uh, the impact of that. Um, in fact, uh, it was only a couple weeks ago. I was down the shore, and I saw some some uh, older gentleman wearing a pal shirt. And I approached him. I said, "Man, I I haven't seen that shirt, that logo in such a long time." And I explained all my history with it. Um, and he said it's still going strong. It's still being supported by the police, um, and they've actually they've proven that. When there's a PAL within a certain area, um, you know, the, the crime in that area actually decreases, which makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? I mean, the kids are going out and they're going to play some organized sports, getting out their energy. Um, you know, otherwise, it's like, what are you going to do? What else are you going to do but get in trouble? So um, it was really, really cool. And uh, so I had a good time, you know, playing some neighborhood sports. The best is when you, you, know, you start making up games, right? So... You know, whatever the game may be, chase somebody with a stick, you know, with dog shit on it. Um, it was just one of those things where it's like, you know, you got to get out, uh, hang out with your friends, get a little exercise, but really, you know, stay out of trouble. And um, I think it was a uh, it was a good area to be in. Uh, it seemed like everybody was was kind of doing their own thing, but you know, everybody kind of knew the the classic games. 
uh, neighborhoods would play each other in like street hockey and basketball and things like that. And um, I don't really see a lot of that anymore. It's a shame. I you know I'll drive by basketball courts and there'll be you know people there, but I haven't really seen you know a lot of people like uh, kind of driving around. Um, I haven't seen a lot of like with football games. Uh, I think maybe two times uh, since moving out of the area, um, and it's been 20 years, have I actually seen kids playing street hockey, uh, either in a parking lot or, God forbid, in the street. Um, I don't know why, um, but I think they play. I just I don't know if they play. You know, maybe it's just the suburbs, and there's not a lot of, you know, uh, kids similar ages um, as we had it growing up. I mean. You know, but, I, you know, we played with anybody, any age, really. I mean, um, but I don't know, maybe, maybe the, um, you know, it's a little bit different. But, um, you know, I, I certainly want my kids to, you know, I want to get them a, a little hockey net and get them some sticks. And, and uh, you know, my, my oldest son loves wiffle ball. Um, he's actually really good at it. Um, and, uh, you know, try to get him involved in, you know, stuff like that. But, but you know, ultimately... I would enjoy watching him get together with, you know, the friends that he makes and just for, you know, pick up game of whatever sort. Um, I think that was a, a, a staple of uh, the neighborhoods we grew up in is some of the street neighborhood sports that we played and some of the games we made up. You know, trying to explain half ball to somebody today is, is nearly impossible. You know, it's one of those things I think, uh, you know, it would be cool to have an adult league of some of these classic games and uh even if it's like a gag thing but um i don't know i think that would be interesting to do so i'm interested in your comments to see what other sports that you've played uh if any that i missed um you know are there any leagues out there for adults to play i know there's some like wiffle ball tournaments and stuff like that but what about good old-fashioned stickball or halfball or wireball right does anybody do any of that stuff um so I'm interested in your comments. Uh, as always, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Um, you know, my next episode, uh, still working on, but I, I have a couple ideas. Thanks for hanging out. Please make sure you give me some comments. Uh, you can email me at podcast at tomcashman.com. Um, the, um, all the episodes are available on tomcashman.com slash podcast. Um, you can uh, hit me up on Instagram at Tom Cashman. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter. Look me up. Send me a message. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. I'll talk to you soon.